motherfuckers! The best band to ever try to be. Cryptic Slaughter. That's Wehrmacht. Alright! This is episode 4 of the Metal Inquisition podcast. Rearranging the history of metal since 2008. Our website and blog. Both of them are at metalinquisition.com at mtlinquisition Instagram and Twitter. I am your host, Dan Skullcrusher. And allow me to introduce my hosts, David Christ Butcher. I don't know, it's a a fucking hard thing to say, man. David Christ Butcher and Morris, Gene Hoagland's balls, also known as at Danzig fan. And we, we are the core of what used to be the Metal Inquisition blog. Back in the day, many, 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 many years ago. Gentlemen, and I use the term loosely, house tricks, Morris. How are you doing, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Morris is doing really well. (laughs) What? What happened? Nothing. I, I just I, I love the pause. I, love I think the David just pause. spilled something on himself. No, I was choking on beer. So, <laughs> so. no wait, what happened? <laughs> just Why are you guys gotta be such assholes? The, the pause that he took was just—I <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, like hanging out, flicking oh, it, like you know. Oh, that Morris took. Uh, I thought you guys were laughing at me. I'm like, that's kind of new. We always laugh at Morris. I don't. No, it's called no, no, a, no. it's called a dramatic pause, David. Was it a dramatic pause? No, it's called. A, I'm not paying attention. Mm. Anyway, mm. Morris, how are you doing, okay. sir? Morris? <laughs> you fucking douchebag. Fuck you. David, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Spirit, spirit of full disclosure, what are you, what, what are you drinking, David? Uh. I'm uh, I'm drinking a beer Moretti. I guess that's how you say it, right? From fucking Italy. Oh, Moretti, the, the Italian beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yes. in honor in honor of uh, Morris's pick for this uh, for this episode. Oh, right? so, very yeah. nice, very nice. Well, in honor of your pick, I'm drinking once again, like I yeah. was last time, Straub, yeah. because your pick was shitty, and this beer fucking sucks. There you go. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, what's what's going on this episode is quite simple. Last episode, uh, each of us picked a record that the other two hadn't listened to, hadn't heard before, and their homework was to listen to the record, and um, we're going to review them today. So, gentlemen, and I use the term loosely, how, um, how do you guys want to do this? Do you want to go... Um, like somebody just for, somebody just first. You can go first. And me? basically just yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's have you I go first. Off. Yeah. And okay. you, you describe well, you describe what you threw out there for us to listen to. And then uh and, and like and why and stuff. Okay, okay, yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so um if you listen to um the the last episode, uh my pick 
for both of these losers to listen to was Kraken. Uh, it's a band from Colombia. It's a heavy metal band from Colombia. They're basically... Uh, like so many other bands, I think, usually they start as a rip-off band of another band, but they're not good enough to be that band, so they kind of create their own sound. Uh, I can say that's how my band was. Uh, we tried to be a Napalm Death <laughs> in rip-off, and we couldn't pull it off. Um, so we ended up being like an Impetigo rip-off. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Not here, nor there. Anyway. So Kraken is this band from Colombia uh, from the early 80s. And uh, I think they were trying to shoot for like an Iron Maiden kind of kind of sound. It's straightforward heavy metal. They were a really, really influential band in my life when I was younger. Um, I came across them. My sister actually went to the mall, like a regular uppity mall and they were signing autographs in a record store there and my sister saw the line and she thought like oh who is that it's like, oh some rock band so my sister thought like fuck it i'll stand in line she got the first their first album autographed and um she brought it home and she was like oh my god this sucks <laughs> what the fuck is this shit you know she was expecting menudo and uh so she gave it to my brother and i <laughs> So Menudo. we got it. Yeah. And based we on, thought, based on, I mean, based on the album cover, your, your sister thought it was going to sound like Menudo. I listen, I, I don't know. This was so long ago. I don't even fucking remember. I just know <laughs> that the record ended up in our collection and automatically became one of my favorite bands. Uh, amazing. Just, I fucking love them. Um, the singer which, passed away. What, oh, what's ahead. that? Oh, I was going to say, which member of Menudo is the fucking fish man coming out of the, the water on the cover of the record? That's Ricky Martin. <laughs> it's uh, Ricky Martin. Dude, the cover <laughs> of the record, which will we'll Instagram the cover of the record, yeah, but yeah. Um, it uh, th- that's not a photo, dude. That's a painting. Oh, I know. It's but, a painting. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful painting. Um, it's fucking art. The nipples um, are quite pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> But the singer, (laughs) exactly. So the 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 nipples. I mean, the singer uh, passed away. uh, um, When was that? Earlier, earlier, two thousand seventeen. And I was in Colombia actually when when he passed. And uh, my wife and I, with a bunch of my old friends from from when I was a kid, a bunch of metalhead kids, we ended up at this like heavy metal bar, which there's no such thing. As far as I know, in North America, there's no such thing as a bar where you go and they play overkill, fuck you on the big screen and everybody headbangs and sings along. I, I, I've, I've, I haven't run across that fucking place in the United States. But anyway, uh, so we ended up at this at this bar called Abadín Costello, and we were there for the for the night that they were doing um, an homage to Elkin, the singer for Kraken. So they played Kraken songs, and they would play they would play like one Kraken song, people would sing along, and they would play like a Metallica song, and then they would play a Kraken song, and then they would play like Scorpions, and they would play Kraken, and they would play you know. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, it just went back and forth. Morris, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking mute you because your shit still sounds like. So raise your hand if you want to talk. Ah, so much nicer. Anyway, we were in. Um, it, it was actually quite touching when people were actually singing along and stuff, and there was a couple of people crying and the whole thing. So anyway, big influential life. Um, I mean, band for my life. 
And I thought that uh, maybe these guys should uh, should listen to it. So uh, I want to hear what David has to say about the record first. So, oh, oh actually, you know, but yeah, but you know what? Before before you say anything, I actually have a little bit of it. So here's um, we have that technology. Let me play, you can splice it in. I have that technology to play a little bit of of the record. So uh, here's Kraken. Uh, this is Escudo y Espada. I believe this is the first song in the record, but um, here we go. <laughs> There you Please go. tell me you're going to sit along with every, with every, every, uh, every, every talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. actually, you know, this is funny too. In, in Colombia, you can go to a karaoke bar uh-huh. and not only, and not only do uh, death, but you can also do Kraken. Like karaoke bars over there have like death metal. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking great. I love it. So anyway, oddly, oddly enough, what's his name? Uh, the singer of uh, Kraken died of brain cancer. I think, right? El- yeah, Elkin. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, maybe that's why he died of brain cancer because he was doing too much fucking heavy metal karaoke. He's like, I can't, Probably. I can't handle it. Uh, okay. Um, Go ahead, David. I want to hear what you have to say about Kraken. Uh, so I'd never heard about and, him. And don't I'd worry. Him. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't what? worry about like hurting my, what? don't worry about hurting my feelings. Oh, well, no, I never worry about that. <laughs> Good. No, no, no. So, so I'd never, uh, I never heard of them, which is actually kind of surprising for as long as, uh, I think we've all known each other, but, um, no, so I never heard of them. Gave them a whirl whenever you, you, you mentioned them or whatever, but uh, they're pretty solid. I mean, they kind of, I, I guess, you know, as I was digging into it, like I was a little surprised that uh, it was late 80s because it sounded so like um, late 70s, early 80s, like, uh, you know, English, like a new wave of British heavy metal or something like that. Like, not necessarily yeah. like Maiden, but like, you know, like what, uh, Diamond Head or, or something like that, like a hard rock type band. Um, yeah, yeah, like Tiger of Pantang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, it was a little while that it was like what eighty seven, I think was the was the was Kraken one or whatever. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's pretty, about right. But it was pretty good. I mean, like, I don't really. I, I mean, I'm not going to hurt your feelings because I don't really have anything negative to say. I mean, there were some songs that were maybe a little better than others. Like, um, and I, I my Spanish is terrible, but it's like the the first one that. Uh, uh, the first song that I think you just played, and then there was like, um, what, uh, Fugitive and like I'm Real and stuff like that. But those were, yeah. those were all pretty solid. Fugitivo! Fugitivo! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And what was the other one that you said after Fugitive? I'm Real. Soy Real. Oh, Soy Real. Yeah. 
No soy real. No soy real. That, well, no. That guy can carry a note. I don't know about you. But like, but, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, no. Thank you, Morris. Uh, I'll take that a while. A, oh. I think it was, was it a while of uh, of shock, uh, legitimate like surprise and and awe. And I could actually like, pull wow, out. No, no, no not this? at all. <laughs> yeah, it was a while. I can't believe I just heard that. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? Um, but no, no, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, no real complaints about it. I mean, it was just like solid, like kind of like a uh, you know hard rock, early heavy metal type stuff, and. Uh, yeah. I don't know, especially reading about them afterwards. I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. Fucking in, in uh, some of the stuff they did in Medellin and stuff like that. But Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. here's the thing, though, too. I mean, a lot of the bands from Medellin that became very famous afterwards because they were the, like, proto-black metal, you know, Parabellum and right. uh, Blasphemia and Reencarnacion and all those bands from Medellin. Yeah. So at some point around 84, 1985 or so the city of Medellin put together um, a battle of the bands and the idea was that a major label was going to put out a record by whoever won whoever the, the audience thought was the best band so all these like what was called then ultra metal which was basically black metal before black metal existed all these bands were basically against Bands like Kraken and all these other, like, more polished, like, heavy metal bands. Yeah. Well, so the organizers thought, like, well, these bands from the shitty neighborhoods that barely know how to play their instruments, a.k.a. the black metal bands, let's put them on first. So that way, you know, whoever came to see them leaves. And then we'll put on Kraken and these, like, uh, Kronos and all these other bands that are a little bit more polished. They can go on after. And... Uh, and obviously, they're going to win. Well, when Parabellum went on, the fucking crowd went fucking nuts. I mean, fucking insane. And they started tearing shit up in the, in the place where they had it. It was like a, like a bull ring. They started fucking burning shit and they fucked up the whole place. So the whole concert, basically, they were like, well, we can't go on. Like there was no way people got on stage and shit and they fucked it all up. So Kraken never went on, Kronos never went on, none of those bands ever went on, but somehow magically Kraken won the contest and they ended up putting out that first record. <laughs> How the fuck did that? Wow. That's some that's uh, one of those wow. They never played what they won. Yeah. Uh, how's that it's work? one of those like and they just like I, it was it was it was a the label was uh, Codiscos I think and it was like a, like yeah. a nicer record label they're not gonna put out a fucking record by a band that sings about Satan and fucking killing Christ and stuff they're gonna put out a record by a band that sings about like castles and knights with swords and shit so oh, weird that's a fucking Whatever. fix so, man what fucking was that, fix. Uh... it it was fixed yes. <laughs> What was that the soundtrack? Uh, the uh, Rodrigo, uh, Rodrigo Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rodrigo Day. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that, those were that all bands from Medellin, right? Yes, and that record changed everybody's life. It changed everything in the in the metal 
punk, hardcore, every scene, every underground scene in Colombia changed after that movie and that soundtrack came out. I mean, we can do a whole fucking podcast about that. It's an amazing fucking record. You should fucking look it up. Actually, it's, it's been... Oh, yeah, um, I, have it. I have the repress. Yeah, it, yeah, it's been repressed and you should check it out. There's so many good bands there. And yeah. One of the sites in the record is all punk bands and then the other yep. side is all metal bands. And the movie is basically about this punk rocker dude he was fucking just fucked up and, and very confused and, and and basically goes through his life dealing with things and there's a, there's a scene that I just fucking love in the movie where he's a drummer you know he's a drummer for a for a, a punk band called Mutantes which is an actual band right and uh, he's looking for a drum set and he goes and knocks on this dude's uh, door because he, this guy has an ad on a newspaper that he's selling a drum set and he goes hey man is this where you're selling the drum set he goes that's not me it's probably somebody who lives here but I'll tell you what that guy probably would never sell it to a punk rocker piece of shit and then spits on him because the guy is like a metalhead and like metals and punks would never get together it's just it's really fucking interesting it's a great <laughs> movie but anyway Whichever way. Well, that was my record. And uh, Morris, what did you think of it? I know you're going to fucking go off on it, but go ahead, Morris. Piece of shit, man. Piece of fucking shit. <laughs> Is that I'm all you have kidding. to say? Yeah, that's about it. No, I mean, I, I think <laughs> my my opinion is pretty much in line with uh, with David's. I think I've heard the name before, but I don't. I, I don't think I'd ever actually heard them before the band musically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it was kind of along the lines of what I expected, but I mean, it was good. I liked it. You know, it's like solidly kind of like more of the more of the kind of like new wave of heavy metal ish hard rock vein of you know metal, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, kind of like lo-fi and amateurish a little bit, but no, I mean, I think it was good, catchy. Yeah, 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 like very, like, no frills. I'll tell you what, it's a great fucking band to shower to, and I do very often, my wife hates it, but I fucking play that shit, and I fucking sing my ass off when I'm in the shower listening to it. Again, the shower just cracks me up. That's your your last, uh, is that your outpost? Is that that where... I listen to a lot of... I've, I don't think I've ever, sh- not ever, but I haven't showered in the last, I don't know, 10 years of my life without listening to music. And really? actually my phone, my phone now is waterproof and the my Bluetooth speaker is waterproof. So they're both in the shower with me. <laughs> yeah. I sing, I fucking mosh, I dance, I fucking do the robot to craft work. It doesn't... I, I take twenty minute showers. Absolutely, this is like uh, this is it. like a, what on Seinfeld where uh, Kramer makes all his uh, yes his meals <laughs> he ins- in the shower. He installs the he installs you're, you're the fucking garbage disposal. Yeah, um, what's his name? Putty installs the fucking garbage disposal. Yeah. yeah, basically, I am. I fucking love it. I okay, love being in the bit. shower and I love. Listen, every time you're in the shower, you're getting ready for something that you don't want to do. Go to work, meet some fucking assholes, whatever. If you want to do it, you don't have to shower. (laughs) Exactly. Bed, bath, and beyond. Yep. Yep. So, (laughs) you can't wear your Venom t shirt because apparently it's fucking insulting to other people. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, um, 
All right. So who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Well, no. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's save Morris's for for last because that was <laughs> that was. Really yes, sick. it's a fuck. That was it's really a sick. fucking jewel. So you picked Silencer. So All I right. So Silencer. why why Silencer? There's no. Uh, it's not as like heartfelt as your pick. I mean, I have no. Um, Strong childhood connection. I mean, I think this record came out in uh, what two thousand one. You were so in I was, college. I was. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was ending college. So, um, <laughs> but it was definitely one of those things where it's like I'm. I'm definitely sure that you and Morris had not. Maybe Morris, but like I was pretty sure that you had never heard it. I was like, well, maybe no, Morris I've heard, heard it. Yeah. No. I. I. I mean, I'd heard, heard of of the band. band. Yeah, but, but I'd um, never heard of that song. No, I don't also, think I've ever even heard of them before. You haven't heard of Silencer? I mean, it was it. it no. they're, well, I, they're a weird band because they only put out. Well, I guess they had a demo, but then they put out this this uh, full length or whatever. And um, yeah, it's just like it's just one of those records that I just thought you guys. I just also wanted to just see what the reaction would be from both of you, like what you would think of it because it's just like it's a fucking great it's a fucking great record to pick because of that. It's a really so it's a really bizarre record. I think uh I heard it I first heard it in like 2002, 2003 or something like that. So like a couple years after it came out. Um there was a do you guys remember that label Full Moon Productions? Like um Yeah, wait. Did, yeah, yeah. So they had a message Did they put board. out like one of the did, didn't they put out like a Beherit record or yeah, I don't know if they put up a Beherit. They they did do like a tape releases of early Burzum and then they ended up putting out like Black Witchery and uh um Yeah, that's uh, Asheron and yeah. Oh, uh, like yes, that. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they okay. they actually put out the the pile driver. They put out like a pile driver like the <laughs> Both records on CD, and then I think they were told. I think they were told to not do it. I think they were told that it was like a, a bootleg, and and they had to rip it or whatever. But there was like, there was well, all these like maybe know, the maybe the fucking metal police told them pile driver, <laughs> you should not do that. Like, why are you releasing this? Why are you releasing? Why pile would you? Why would you even do that? So, uh, so like at that time, it was like. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, that was like one of the, at least in my opinion, that's probably like one of the, the, the stronger hubs for like people talking about metal, especially like underground metal and stuff like that. So like, um, yeah. And, and so that name came up and then maybe it was like 2001. I don't know. That was a fucking like 15, 16 years ago. But, um, I remember it coming up and then I got MP3s of it at some point. And it was just like, it was just weird enough. Like, um, especially as you started to hear like people would post like uh, about like the stories about the singer and shit like that. And whenever that, I, that's first, the only reason I heard about yeah, him. Yeah. And like, whenever I first saw, I think I sent it to you, uh, guys like that image of the singer, like in those fucking like bloody oh, with the pig's feet. Yeah. With the fucking pig's feet. And the rumor was that he chopped off his own hands and like, you know, basically put pig's yeah. feet on his, on his stump, which is obviously but, fucking ridiculous because please, for the <laughs> love of God, explain to me how one person can chop yeah. off both of I his don't know. hands. He gnawed him off. It's like a, I don't know, but, but it's, it's weird because like, uh, had you, have you guys ever seen that movie, uh, begotten that like, uh, old, like uh Swedish, it's, it's almost like an art. I think it's Swedish. It's like an art movie. Yeah. But it's like it sounds really familiar. fucking disturbing. I have. Yeah. No, it, I don't but think anyway. So. No. Oh, I'll tell you who, I'll tell you I'll tell you who's seen it. My sister-in-law. Oh, I'm sure. Both of you guys know. I'm sure she's seen it. Oh, I'm sure. Multiple but it's times. like 
but it's just like really fucking disturbing. So anyway, when I saw that image of that dude and those fucking like, uh, you know, bloody, like wrapped up bandages or whatever, I was like, Oh, I need to listen to this band. And then there's like all the stories like about the dude going crazy and going to like an asylum or like him, like, you know, threatening some or hitting some girl in the head with like an ax or some shit like that. Or there's just like, and, and then like getting arrested, like that's how he ended up in the fucking nut house or whatever. But, um, which is all bullshit, but yeah, oh, I'm sure it's all contrived horse shit. Like, well, I actually know what happened, but yeah. So, so uh, I know these guys. All right. Oh, dude. Oh, Me yeah. and this dude are like this. Super tight. Super tight. But yeah, uh, please. But anyway, like the the music's pretty. Like I don't want to say like uh, straightforward, but it's pretty. Like I guess it's kind of the start of like depressive black metal, so it's pretty straightforward or whatever. But the fucking vocals are just like holy shit. Um, they're bananas. Yeah, and I don't know, so they, so I eventually ended up picking up, like, an LP, and it was, like, the reissue on uh, Autopsy Kitchen, which is that um, label in Indiana that was, like, the dude that did, I think I think he did Canadian Assault fanzine, but, um, so he put it out, and uh, so anyway, yeah, no, like, I finally got it, and I was, like, pretty stoked on it, um, but I don't know, it's, uh, it's one of those records that's fucking bizarre, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. And then for the next oh. time we do this, I'm going to pick a record by that band lust and, uh, see what you guys think about it. Uh, <laughs> well, I already know them. So, okay, yeah, hold yeah. on. Before you go any farther, I want to play some Dan, silencer. Do you have, I was going to say, what? do you have the technology to play us some silencer? Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, course I do. Of course I do. Oh, okay. Here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. We have the technology. gonna play it again <laughs> there's some silencer um oh, man. wow i'll tell you i mean i'd heard the stories and everything i i expected i expected straightforward black metal yeah. that's truly what I, ex- I expected like boring redi- i mean listen i'm fucking old i think black metal is fucking bullshit musically so i expected like <laughs> yawn this it. sucks Let's fucking have another fucking Boorzum wannabe band. Let's fucking, oh, you sound just like Mayhem. Oh, Drag Throne. Oh, Cradle of Filth. So nutty. Uh-oh. But holy fuck, what the hell is going on with this band? What the fuck? Morris, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, man, I don't really know what to say. This band is uh, fucking bananas. B-A-N-N-A-A-S. Bananas. Is there two N's you know, in bananas? You know, they, they, did kind of, they did kind of remind me of, um, made me think, I immediately thought of that band Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Oh, the, do you remember that band, Dan? Yeah, yeah. It's, it has that like kind of like yeah, like raw uh, ass backwards garage band kind of quality to it. Like we don't know what the fuck we're doing kind of quality to it. Well, they had that like that same kind of like depressive black metal sound. Yeah, yeah. And the vocalist, the vocalist did that kind of like screechy, like weird. <laughs> Exactly. It's just like that. Yeah. I want my cereal now, mommy. Oh, like that's fucking Billy Milano. <laughs> wow. That was. Um, I wow. think you can bring the phone again. I'm bringing yeah, it you back. Just, you brought back the Prince of, <laughs> Prince of Darkness is back again. The devil himself, Billy Milano. <laughs> I think your mic is thrown through like effects pedals or something. Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. no, man. That that's, I'm like Glenn. Oh I'm like Glenn Benton. I'm like Glenn Benton, man. I I I, I shoot straight. Yes. No yes. fucking effects. Mm. Uh, Morris, anything else you want to say? Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd never heard of this band. I'd never heard them, so I really didn't know anything about them. I mean, I love the. Um, I didn't get to actually hear the entire album, so I need to give it like a more thorough listen. I mean, I liked it. It's definitely the sort of thing where I got to say I don't really listen to much black metal anymore. Um, but I mean, it, you know, it kind of definitely. I mean, if this was, did you say it's from two thousand one, David? Yeah, that's like early two thousand. Yeah, two thousand one. I mean, I could definitely, I could definitely see how this was probably like a really influential album because there's definitely been a ton of bands that seemingly kind of like ape sound you know yeah yeah so um yeah no i mean it was cool i liked it um the guy i mean i think definitely the vocals are the most distinct part of pretty fucking <laughs> that dude is just way the fuck out there yeah but i'd never heard any of those like crazy stories in the pictures but i love i love shit like that like kind of like pre-internet you know, like weird story or, you know, like before you knew everything about everyone who's like in a band or right. does anything. Right. And, you know, like people would come up with these like crazy, stupid fucking stories. And like, yeah, I mean, probably you knew on some level they were bullshit. But at the same time, you like didn't really know. So you're like, wait, is it true? Did he really like cut his hands off and just like now he has like pig's hands or whatever the fuck? Or like, did he really go to the. Like, wow, that guy really went crazy and ended up in an asylum? Like, right. Yeah, like, shit like that. You're just like, I don't know. I kind of miss that in a sense. You know, like, a sense of mystery is, like, something that definitely does not exist with music anymore. And I just feel like you'll never kind of, like, recapture that sort of feel of kind of mystery, like, to me, because of just the internet. That's one thing that the internet is just kind of, like, sucked any and all, like, mystery out of any kind of music. Like ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like fucking ghosts kind of sort of had it going on for about five minutes. And then this whole fucking, I don't know if you guys, either of you guys are aware of what's going on with ghosts right now. And the whole fucking thing just exploded. And just, they just all fucking basically came out of the proverbial closet and it just all fucked up. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean, though. But but this is weird. This isn't just people wearing fucking masks. This is like uh, some like fucking performance of this dude. I mean, ghosts. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Ghost sounds like fucking, you know, like Motley Crue. This is like some crazy fucking, like, dude in a, Like, this music actually does sound like... If you listen to Silencer, 
you could like think, okay, that guy, the singer, like, yeah, I believe that guy would be in an institution as much as I believe that the, what the fucking guy from mayhem who like blew his brains out. You know, you're like, yeah, okay. I can see that. I believe that. Well, yeah, because that's mean, kind of yeah. the thing, right? Like you, you see, you see the fact that uh, Dead commits suicide, and there's fucking like, because I remember seeing that like in, you know, the late '90s or whatever at Hides, like when uh, that Dawn of the Blackhearts or whatever, you know, CD that bootleg came out, and I was just like, hey, okay, who, well, that who that's put legit. that out? Who put that out? A Colombian, Colombian dude. Warhammer, right? Isn't that who that was? Of course, yeah, Warhammer yeah. Records in Colombia. But uh, but like, so you see shit like that, and you're like, sure, anything's possible. Like, why wouldn't this guy like? You know, uh, what was the other rumor? Like, the whole reason why he's screaming like that is because he's, like, cutting himself while they're recording? I'm just like, no. Oh, yeah, I think I just saw something like that. Yeah, Here's the thing. Listen to my fucking theory. My theory is that that guy actually, that guy never existed. He's in Ghost. Because, so, when the the band, yeah, there you go. (laughs) He's in Ghost. Well, he's Swedish, so, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. No, the band starts as a solo project. And then all of a sudden, this singer guy comes in, like, out of nowhere. Hey, I can sing. Oh, he starts cutting himself. He's crazy. He's nuts. He does this. He does that. Oh, no, he, he, he tried to kill a girl when she was six. Oh, no, he didn't uh, because he's, uh, he's, it's his brother, and he goes to the asylum, and then he records this other record, and then he writes a fucking book. It's, it's fucking bullshit. What it really boils down to is beautiful fucking marketing by the guy that originally started the whole thing and wrote the whole thing. That's it. That's all that it is. The fucking same dude did the thing. Yeah, like a fucking studio. Think about this. Think about this just for a fucking quick second. What studio in the world would allow somebody to cut their hands or even themselves while they're recording? I mean, if for no other reason... For like, hey, dude, don't do that, bro. Come on, man. We're going to have to clean that up. Much less like, what the fuck is that, dude? Insurance. Come on, buddy. There's no fucking way in hell that happened. I mean, what kind of moron is like, yeah, man, he cut his hands while he was recording this. It's fucking bullshit. Obviously, it's fucking bullshit. Come on. Like how Dan goes, what kind of, what kind of moron? Um, basically, like 90% of heavy metal fans. <laughs> Granted, but anyway, here's my review of the fucking record. First of all, it starts with the world's longest intro. I'm just like, all right, so you wanted to make it an actual record as opposed to an EP, which means you have to fucking spend 19 hours on the fucking intro. And I fucking find myself like Beavis, like, Beavis, like come on, come on, come on, what's going on? Let's rock. Come on, let's do it. Come on, let's go, let's go. Fucking, I hate a band that makes me fucking sound or think that I'm an idiot. First of all, Dan will not be talked down to. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, yes. And then, the music starts and I'm like, all right, shitty production, absolute shit motherfucking drums that I could fucking just throw away or jizz on because they're absolute crap. So I'm thinking like, all right, Average black metal. Fine, whatever. And then the fucking singing starts. And it's like, this sounds like an old lady on her period. Billy Milano. This fucking sounds like, it sounds like, so when, my, when, I was a, when I was a kid, my brother and I used to have a room in the basement and we used to play King Diamond. 
And my mom was like, who's that old lady singing? <laughs> That's exactly what this sounded like. like. Who's that old lady singing? <laughs> it sounds like an old woman, like screaming. It is ridiculous. So, Emmett, mom, that old lady is King Diamond. That's right. <laughs> Please, mom, show lady. some respect. <laughs> Repetitive riffs, silly singing, uh, terrible drumming, just bad, everything you love. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the whole thing sounded like a joke to me. It sounded like <laughs> somebody was like, "Hey, let's make a joke black metal band and just do this." Oh, do you know how to? Do you know how to sing? Well, no. Do you? Well, no. All right. Who's gonna sing? All right. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> Well, I think knowing what we know about so many black metal bands at this point, it's oh, entirely yeah. conceivable that this band was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, it was I, just a guitar player, dude. And, and I think he's got like, because um, uh, the guitar player went on to be in uh, Shining, I think, for a little bit. And then I think the yeah, singer, yeah. the singer now does like some like uh, industrial like uh, fucking noise thing or something like that. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing I, but I've never heard it. But, if um, it's a singer, I'm sure it's noise. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. So anyway, there you go. There you go. Silence. There you go. Right. However, I'm I'm glad that I was introduced to silencer um, musically. Yeah. Now that you know, since I've known so much about them from before and stuff, it's uh, it's very very interesting. Good choice, David. Good choice. There you go. Let's go. Well, yeah. uh, what's uh, what do we got next? Uh, uh, we got Morris oh, next, but black hole. Right. I I, ha- I have to pee. So what? Uh, Morris, go ahead and introduce it, and I'll be back in a jiffy. Black hole sun, baby. <laughs> oh, I'll be I'll be right back. Go ahead, introduce the shit All out right. of black hole. All right, home bro. So my choice was when you guys. You know, when Dan came up with the idea or used, I don't know, whoever's idea was to yeah. um, come up with an album for us to review. And I was just trying to think of, you know, because obviously between you and Dan, that, you know, thinking of like a metal album or band you guys have never heard of, you know, that kind of, you know, I mean, that's a pretty like, uh, that's a, <laughs> it's a tall order. I'm like trying to think of like rack my brain for like what's the most obscure band you know that you guys may have possibly not heard of so i was just basically like flipping through my mental rolodex and um yeah i don't know why i think i was actually looking at you know like albums i had on spotify and convulse came up that was like the first thing that popped in my head which is why i mentioned them but then you were like oh no i knew them so then i was just trying to think some yeah, that is a great album. But then I was just like trying to think some more. I'm like, nah, there's got to be something like weirder and more obscure that maybe <laughs> these these guys haven't heard. So I was just like thinking, thinking, like scrolling through shit, and then I happened to come on that Black Hole album, and I was like, oh man, this is perfect because it's just so fucking weird and bizarro and and kind of like yeah, I mean, pretty pretty obscure. Um, so, so for so anybody that doesn't know, Black Hole is I, I really don't know much about I don't really know much about them and I don't know. Um if you know one of those bands where like not much is known about them, but I guess, you know, they were some like very obscure Italian metal band from the um 
I guess the early to mid eighties. And I think this is the only album that they ever put out called land of mystery. And it was, you know, honestly the place, the first place I ever heard of this band was, are you familiar with that website? It's called, um, and I don't remember where I even found out about this website. Probably like, I don't know, like nuclear war now, uh, message board or something. Um, that website, Coruscium, no, it's I called like the. I think it's called the Coruscium. You know the website? No. no. It's like this, um, like a metal website. It's like one of the kind of like early metal websites that's like still kind of around. Okay. I think it's. I think it's like a Euro guy that runs it. It's like all just really, really obscure. Like not, you know, like a regular obscure. Like super, super fucking like obscure. Uh, metal. A lot of it is just like Euro singles and stuff like that. Oh, weird. So, okay. yeah, it's like this guy and basically he wrote wait, 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 wait. articles you about mean single, You mean singles like you mean singles like hey, I'm a hot what? lady and I'm single. What? <laughs> Do you mean like singles like, you know. Yeah, like, I don't understand a fucking thing you just said. I'm single, let's mingle? Is that what you're saying? No. No. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I mean. Uh, okay, just checking. Basically, like, this guy just, this guy would just write about, like, the most obscure band. Like, you know that, um, what the hell is it called? It's like a band from Iceland. It's, like, super, super obscure, kind of, like, early, almost sort of black metal-ish band from Iceland. And now I can't even mm, think dear? of their name. Uh, no, 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 no. I can't even... I can't even remember what the hell the band's called. Anyway, this guy would just, you know, he'd write all these articles about these super obscure bands. And I was always kind of like interested in, you know, I'm always, always like looking for like random shit. And a lot of the times, you know, these really obscure bands to me seem to be more of like the, the draw or, or the interest that people have in them. To me, it seems like it's just the fact that they're obscure because at least to me, nine times out of 10, the these guys like musically they don't ever really match up or live up to kind of like their you know like the expectation I guess when you pull it up in your mind and you're reading about these bands like reading about them to me they sound more interesting almost all the time and right. when you actually hear them or a lot of times you know like you see the again it's like with the like we were saying with like movies from like the 80s you see the album cover and you read about these bands and you're like oh this is crazy obscure early black metal band from Iceland or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I don't even know conjuring up in my mind, some idea of what the band sounds like. And then I hear it and you're like, Oh, it's some like wimpy ass shit. Right. But well, that's because I, mean, I randomly came it, across this album. Right. On that a website. lot of it has to do with, uh, a lot of it has to do with the context within like the time that you listen to and stuff. I think that like, if well, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I occasionally do come across stuff where I'm like, oh, wow, no, this is like genuinely awesome and I really like it. But a lot of times, I don't know, at least to me, when I'm hearing those bands, I, and I mean, I guess especially now that I'm older, when I'm hearing these bands that are these supposedly like super, you know, like cult, obscure, legendary, awesome, whatever, whatever bands. Right. And I'm just like, I don't know. Eh, I'm sort of underwhelmed. Okay, I just okay. think like, yeah. mm, this isn't that great. I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm always just most of the time I'm just kind of like, eh, you know. 
So, so the way these I, guys, you know, the, the way these like people going on about these bands, you would think it's going to be like fucking Rain and Blood Two or something when you hear it, and it's and it's definitely not. <laughs> Rain and Blood Two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, okay, can I play some Black Hole now? Yeah. Yes, please, please. All right. So all the way from Italy, their premiere. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you guys want to be banned. The the biggest Black Sabbath ripoff this side of the century. All right, here we go. This is Black Hole from Italy. That's that's I, I think that's all we need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Dan oh. go then. <laughs> oh, you want you want me to go first? All right. Um, had you ever heard uh, of this band before? I, I never, never heard of it. I'm very surprised that I never heard of it because the fucking cover. Hey, we should Instagram this cover. Look it up. Yeah. Just do a search for like Black Hole Italy or something. Holy, you thought the Morbid Saint, the first fucking Morbid Saint record, you thought that was a fucking bad cover. Also, worst band I've seen in the last five years, Morbid Saint. Fucking terrible. This is a Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like not even, it's like a new singer and fuck that, dude. No way. It's like not even bro-y and just like fucking like, I don't know. Well, it was Yeah, dude. Oh, if bad. you thought anyway. that Nasty Savage had bad covers, if you thought Nasty oh. Savage had bad covers, just wait. I'd also like to, well, you, you mentioned Candle Mass. I'd like to point out that this, this album came out a year before Ridiculous. the first Candle Mass album. Yeah. Yeah. That so you're saying out. the Candle Mass, you're saying the Candle Mass were influenced by this thing? Uh, probably. Because I mean, this album came out in 1985. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy. It really is. But if you really think about it, they're nothing more than like a shitty Black Sabbath ripoff. Oh yeah, and definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and and here's the thing. But like, go ahead, go ahead with your review, and then I'll talk. Uh, okay. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna read. Uh, so I was so my wife was getting ready because we were gonna go out, whatever, and she was getting ready in the bathroom, bathroom. Uh, in the master bathroom where like you know we have a master bedroom, whatever. So I was laying there on her bed, just listening to the record. And so my wife could hear it. And these are some of the quotes, literal quotes that she said while we were listening to the record. <laughs> you can't even get through it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> wow, that sounds like... <laughs> wow, that sounds like a kazoo. <laughs> The keyboards sound like kazoo. They're like, <laughs> so that's the first fucking <laughs> quote. Wow, that sounds like kazoo. <laughs> Is that guy learning how to play guitar? 
<laughs> Next one, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you, Morris, because you're making all kinds of weird noises. Oh, much better. So that sounds like Kazoo. <laughs> Is this guy uh, learning how to play guitar? That was the other one. Um, wait, where's my notes? Uh, <laughs> I think that guy just played the wrong note. <laughs> I love it. And uh, what was the other one? No, that's it. That's it. So the three, the three quotes that she had. That sounds like a kazoo. Uh, is that guy learning how to play the guitar? And yeah, whatever the other one is, I don't fucking even care. But the fucking singer is yeah. off key. The keyboards are off key. It sounds like the keyboards are out of tune. Which is weird because they're keyboards, so they can't really be out of tune. They're just a very basic, if not Black Sabbath ripoff, like something like Witchfinder General ripoff, basically. Uh, they are most definitely no Candlemas. And their songs are just long, boring, repetitive. Uh, all that being said, though, all that being said, I fucking, I fucking love them. I, I found myself listening to this record after we got done listening to it. Yeah. I listened to it another time on my own. I, it's really fucking awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's kind of like the first time, the first time I listened, I mean, uh, the first time I listened to Manowar was probably like 1988. But then I listened to them again in the 90s, and I was like, oh, this is shit. And then I listened to them again in the early 2000s, and I was like, Manowar is fucking awesome. It's kind of right. like that. It's like you, you start to understand and appreciate the cheesiness in it all. I fucking really... Whoa! I think Morris just fell. I really, really, really like this fucking record. Yeah. It's a good record. I, I put it. I mean, it's. I, it it's is. Done I'm without fucking looking for it on vinyl. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Master of Puppets of has its flaws. But well, true. It's yeah, like Master of Puppets I, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the yes. so the weirdest no, I, part. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finishing. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. So, like, it, it kind of started out like. Um, so it was a similar thing to to Dan. I mean, but my wife didn't listen to it with me. But uh, <laughs> I, was, I was I was listening to it. You're the best. Yeah, I was. Your listening wife to it was like, and oh, Italian I was like, doom. I'm out of here. She's like, I'm not taking part of this. <laughs> but the uh, the thing I thought after the first song was, uh, I think the uh, pronunciation of uh, Demoniac City uh, <laughs> maybe rivals mass hypnosis as like, uh, just, you know, no, different, no, different no. pronunciations that I've heard. Right. So Not even so just fun. listen to fucking listen to Sodom's first record. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, dude but, says um, Bebo instead of Bible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, uh, so like getting through it, like, so, you know, like I listened to the, uh, reissue or whatever that, uh, shadow kingdom put out. And, um, yeah, I'd no, like to just point out like, that Pittsburgh's own reissued yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was like yeah, it was really right. solid. But it was funny because it was like as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, you know, this part's like totally Sabbath. But then like the singer and like certain parts sounded like they wanted to 
they sounded almost like like Bauhaus or like some weird like death rock, like goth, you know, early goth, like uh, wow, music or whatever. Which I, yeah, I don't know, maybe you that was me to right. pick that up, right? And and no, 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 you said that, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. So I was like, okay, I can get this, and but then it's funny because I think maybe it's the second song and the third song where it's just like. I think it was the third song as I was listening, I was like, okay, there's one thing about this band that makes me crack up. And it's that I don't think they understand transitions. Like this song, like, <laughs> this song will be going and there'll be this riff and then it'll just stop. And then it'll like bust into like the next riff. And I'm just like, what the, the next that like didn't, didn't hit at all. But um, well, listening to this album, I definitely it definitely sounds like they they like started playing their instruments a week right. before they recorded this. Right, right, right. Which is part yes. of which to yes. me is like part of the charm is the fact yes. that it's so fucking like no, amateurish. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know what? When you just said the whole thing about like Bauhaus and that kind of yeah. thing, it's I like did get a little bit of a feeling thing. in like. No, Exactly. Now, now, yeah. don't fucking kill me. Neither of you jump into the internet and then reach over and kill me. There was a little bit of a goblin feel to the yeah, whole a thing. Bit. General. If goblin didn't and then, know how to play their keyboards. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If Goblin were really, 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 really fucking drunk one day, yeah. it's it, it. Like I said, Witchfinder General. There's that kind of um, raw. I hate to use the word raw because it's been used as a positive, but uh, retarded feel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've caught myself throughout the day humming like, I'm like, what the fuck am I humming? Oh shit. Yeah. Fucking Italians every time. <laughs> yeah. I, no, it was, it was good. I love, I love the fact that the lyrics are in English, but they clearly have no grasp of English. And they're, you know, like, it's like listening to my dad speak English. Like, their accent is so fucking thick. Yeah. Welcome to every fucking early, like, early 80s thrash metal band from Germany and Brazil. Right. But yeah. it's weird to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know why, like, so many bands, like, you think about, like, in Colombia or, like, certain countries they decide they just sang in their own language like i don't know why they i don't know like it's it's interesting that they decided to like try to you know whatever sing in english instead yeah. of just singing yeah. in italian i think it's like a weird well, accessibility I mean, thing you know look up uh look up kraken they um they do a cover of uh Front to the hills, and they do covers of uh, "Balls to the Wall," and <laughs> they, they they sing in English, quote unquote English. Have plenty, but um, we're running out of time, guys. Oh yeah! But uh, I want to tell you something, though. Both of you guys' suggestions were fucking awesome. They opened the door to plenty of things. I must say, though, honestly, Morris's just wins by a landslide because I am <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely look like this is on my want list now on Discogs. I want this shit on vinyl. Um, whereas David's it was interesting. And it's like, Oh, so this is what this guy sound like, but I'm never going to listen to this fucking thing again. I don't want to listen to some crazy lady at the You're supermarket. You're going to listen to it in the shower. You know, you are. Mm, uh, I don't think I'm going to listen to either of them in the shower. I like listen to like in the shower. I need to sing along. So there's a lot of Iron Maiden. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of craft work. 
fair. In the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I appreciate both of you guys' fucking picks, though. That was fucking awesome. Well, Dan, I, I think you'd like to know that if you go on to Discogs right now, there is a 180 euro mint copy of this record available. 180 euro. That's like $200, huh? It's uh, $190.76 mint from Italy, which means it will never, ever actually arrive. <laughs> you know what I just found out? In Colombia, the government decided to get rid of the post office. Uh, years ago. So now if you send something to Colombia, it's actually handled by private companies. Two, three, four months, whenever they decide to do it. Who gives That's a shit? probably better than the actual postal service. <laughs> probably. Especially in Italy. Well, um, next time I'm in Italy, I'm going to pick it up. There you go. Did you guys, did you guys actually um, look at the names of the band members, by the way? Yes. There's three yes. guys in, in Black Hole. <laughs> Right? Yes. So the the singer, the drummer's name. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's Cipollini and no. Pantani and nope. uh, Aru. No, it's even no. better. It's even better because they gave themselves fake English names. Of course. The drummer. The drummer's name is Luther Gordon. The guitar player's <laughs> name is Nicholas Murray, and then the singer slash bass player. His name is Robert Measles. Yes. Did Robert did Robert Measles cut his himself while he was singing? Probably. It, sound, on it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was just he was just um, from one riff to the other. He cut himself. <laughs> he was just busy eating. He was just busy eating Nana's uh, big CD in between. There you go. Sunday gravy. Big CD. <laughs> What did he say? Me- measles or bump- mumps? Measles. Robert Measles. Me- Robert Measles. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking beautiful. All right, shitheads. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining me uh, today. And listen, fellas, everybody listening, MetalInquisition.com. Check it out. You'll love it. I promise. And guess what? Guess what? We are out of here. Peace. Kule, 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 kule,